Happy day, Rosa Garcia with Why Jesus. Hoping you are having a great day. Today, I wanted to go over the Come Follow Me guideline for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that goes over June 15th through June 21st. I wanted to say to all of those that are not members of this church or do not have this manual that you do not need that. Uh, You are welcome to bring your own faith and to give opinions and to participate with us in trying to do what we can to stay close to Jesus Christ, our Savior, and God, our Father. And hopefully in doing that, we are able to reach out to more of our brothers and sisters who may be struggling in having a relationship with them. And in so doing that, that they may be able to feel of their love for them and start feeling of their guidance and direction in their lives to get them through these very, very tough times that we are going through. And so that is the purpose of Why Jesus. So today, in this section, um, we are going to basically just follow kind of part of the outline. Um that talks about certain things that we can see are happening in our world today. Um, the This particular section focuses on one of the topics I'm going to read to you. Um, sometimes God allows the righteous to suffer. And so we're going to get into that a little bit with the scriptures that we are reading. But I wanted to give a little bit of the background of what's going on here in this particular section. So Alma uh, is a prophet and he decided to leave um, his political leadership aside and focus on the spiritual uh, leadership to go out and to preach into various cities to help people um, come back to the Lord because he started to notice that more and more of the people living in his country, if you want to put it that way, were starting to dwindle in their beliefs and um, allowing the worldly part to take over. And so he felt compelled to help them uh, get back to their roots of understanding the gospel so that they can enjoy uh, the blessings that he received as a prophet. So... He is going from city to city with some other spiritual leaders, uh, including his sons. And he comes to 
a place uh, called Ammonihah. And in this city, the people started worshiping their own idols. Uh, they were definitely not living the gospel according to what Alma knew. And so, and the people were uh, very, very prideful and they started persecuting the poor people in their city. And so the the poor people were now complaining to this Alma the prophet and saying, they're kicking us out of their synagogues, they're not letting us pray and worship as we please because of our poverty, because we don't dress like they do and we don't have the things of the world that they do. And so, in fact, this very people here had kind of erected a tower where they kind of prayed out loud so everybody can hear them and the prayer was kind of the same prayer and they were just thanking God that he had selected them and that um, they were more uh, they were better than their brethren that were poor and that um, basically just uplifting themselves in pride and putting down the poor people in their country and so Alma and his brethren were very concerned but they saw an opportunity to te uh, teach the people that were being kicked out of the synagogues and so that's kind of the background of of the scriptures that we're going to go over here but in uh, chapter 14 of Alma um, he says the following and so I'm just going to read um, not from the scriptures themselves but just the summary of what's going on there uh, it says Alma tells of righteous people who suffered and even died because of their beliefs you might wonder as many do why terrible things happen to people who are trying to live righteously you may not find all the answers to this difficult question in Alma 14 but there is much to learn from the way Alma and Amulek responded to the situations they faced what do their words and actions teach you about why the Lord sometimes allows righteous people to suffer and what do you learn from them about facing persecution so in this very city that was kind of wicked very wicked um, Alma was not welcome to teach and so the leaders of the city um, basically arrested or put in prison anybody that was preaching something other than what they were allowing to be preached. And in fact, they knew who Alma was and they knew that he had forsaken the, you know, political seat um, and is now um, preaching the gospel. And because he had forsaken his political seat, 
these people are now saying you have no say in our country because you're no longer our leader and we reject your spiritual leadership and so they were going around arresting anybody that would preach the gospel and and so the believers in their own country were now being persecuted because the leaders there were being very vocal about not letting the gospel um, or freedom of religion to continue only what they consider um, that was good for the country is what they were only going to allow to happen and so they arrested Alma and another um, citizen of this particular city called Ammonihah and he was a very wealthy and influential man and some people believed that these two were teaching the correct things and the majority of them didn't because they were so prideful but those that were standing up for Alma and Amulek were now being persecuted and in fact the leaders of the city were now uh, literally sacrificing them to their idols for worshiping a different god they literally were executing them and this was they were burning their scriptures they were uh, literally throwing them into a fire pit women and children and men and in order to teach Alma and Amulek a lesson on on them not continuing to preach they decided to kill these people in front of them so that they would stop preaching to this country so they're watching these people being thrown into the fire pit and being just consumed with flames because of their beliefs and Amulek obviously is very upset and turns to Alma and says how can we watch such a horrible thing happening to these our people when they've done nothing wrong other than believe and how can we stand here and not call upon the powers of God to free them uh, and destroy this wicked people and Alma responds with the spirit constrains me not to do such a thing because these people are going straight back to God um, God is receiving them and the sacrifice they're making for their beliefs God is going to bless them for that um, in addition to that he's allowing these wicked people to exercise their freedom that he gave them their freedom to choose evil over righteousness and they won't be able to come to God and plead for themselves when the judgments of God come upon them uh, because the blood of these saints will stand up against them 
at the last day on judgment day and it will be a just judgment based on their wickedness so Amulek turns around and says well what if they turn around and kill us too and Alma says so be it but I do believe our job is not done in this world so they're not going to kill us so the bottom line what can we take away from this horrific scene that I just explained and why God allows for good people or innocent people to go through some of the horrific things that we have seen play, play out in our world, especially lately. And I do believe that the same principle applies. God gave us our freedom to choose between good and evil, good being him and Jesus Christ and their gospel and evil choosing the ways of the world and you know he will never stop us from making a choice because that is what Jesus fought for for us to have the freedom to choose whether we wanted to live a life full of you know more peace in inner peace and happiness than the world teaches us and to uh, with that uh, prepare to come and be in their presence in the next life or we can just go the way of the world and do as we please here in the world and then you know whatever judgments come upon us and whatever life we expect on the next life will be based on the decisions or the evil decisions we made so there's a saying that says God will not force any one of us to go back to him and so that happened in the days of Alma which this was about this was happening around let's see about 90 or so years before the coming of Christ to this area and so they were getting closer to seeing Christ and being able to see the prophecies fulfilled uh, for their um, country uh, for those that were believers of God and Christ so but the bottom line is the same principle applies to us today we've seen horrible things happen to good people and there's always things going on like that and people die at the hands of other evil people all the time and people's lives are destroyed by people choosing to do evil on other people and subjecting them to horrible things and a lot of people say if there was a God he would not allow this to happen and you know the bottom line is that God values our freedom to choose above anything else 
that he is going to um, let that happen and his justice and mercy on judgment day will take over the people that have been done wrong or killed or executed or have gone through horrible things because of other evil people have subjected them to they will be blessed their families will be blessed they will have a better life in the life to come because of what they went through in the, at the hands of evil and so and the evil people will get their day on judgment day um, he will be just he will give them what they deserve for the choices they made their in their life so um, God has perfect balance and knows exactly how he's going to take care of his children that have done evil and he has a place reserved for for all of those people that were strong and lived their the gospel and lived the commandments and lived the best that they could and if they fell in the hands of evil and were hurt or their lives were destroyed or they are suffering greatly because of it or maybe they were executed God has made a place for them and they have when they've passed this life they are received into a life of peace where they suffer no more and where they are now waiting for a judgment day for them to receive the glory that they deserve for the things that they went through here on earth so I say that's a pretty awesome plan that God has put forth uh, even though we must see some of these horrific things play out and we see beautiful children and men women and great people suffer and of course we are going to intervene as much as we can to stop some of these horrifics horrific things from happening if we see them happening um, nearby or close to us um, because that is what God expects us to do. He expects us to do what we can to help people but in situations where we cannot or in situations where we are not able um, just know that God is in charge and he is seeing and taking into consideration everything that is happening and no one absolutely no one rich and poor uh, whatever race they are or whatever privileges they've had nobody will escape the judgments of God and his justice and all of those that have suffered will receive all of the mercy and all of the blessings that they so deserve. And so I am grateful 
to be able to feel more at peace when some of these horrific things play out in front of me or near me or you see them on the news and your heart just swells with anger for what is happening and you just want to change everything to make it a better world and all of that, we should still give effort to all of that, 100%. Um, but we should also know that God is also in control and is having everything written down that is going on so that judgment will be served upon those that have done wrong and so that gives me a little bit more peace in the midst of all this turmoil and another thing that allows me to understand what is going on in my world a little bit better is that I know that Satan reigns in this world his secret combinations um that, you know, the idol worshipers of money and all kinds of other things um, that are getting away with murder, literally, uh, and destroying good people and committing crimes against humanity, etc., in overstepping their people's liberties and civil rights, etc. All of these people will soon have their day before God. And I would not want to be in their shoes. Um, I wish that I could see some of that happening on earth, but the reality is that Satan has taken over completely and that it's very hard to find good people doing the things that they should in stopping some of these perpetrators for doing what they do because there's just so many of them in secret combinations and have taken over um, leadership uh, in the world, etc. And so it's hard for you and I, the common man, to fight off some of this that's going on we still want to try and work as best as we can to make the world as best as we can but we should also know that God is in charge and he is allowing for everybody to exercise their freedom in any way shape or form that they choose to and he is definitely sending uh, prophets and apostles to lead and guide us so that we can, if we choose to follow them, then we will be able to get through some of these horrific things uh, better than others who are not listening or are not following or are not choosing not to follow him. But the bottom line is we will all come to a point where we will know he is God and like the scriptures say every knee shall bow and every tongue confess 
that Jesus is the Christ, that he died for all of us to give us that freedom. And the best part is that he died to give us the opportunity to get overcome our sins, overcome the natural man, overcome the, our wickedness, become better. And if we do repent and change, then we are able, despite whatever we may have done, we will still have a chance to clean ourselves uh, here on earth and prepare ourselves for a better life in the next life. That is a choice that we have. And as hard as it is to do it in the midst of all this, as, long, as hard as it is to stand up, to say, I believe in Christ, um, I believe in a better world, I believe that I will leave this earthly world better than I found it by my actions, by me helping as many of my brothers and sisters that are in distress, that may need, with whatever it is that I have to offer, I will do my best. If we live that kind of way, then we will make the next life better for all of us. And so I wanted to just focus on this because that's what we're seeing play out right now in the world. Um, there's another section here that says that following Christ and God or discipleship requires sacrifice it really does require for us to sacrifice many things that we want to do and by that sacrifice means that we would sacrifice our own pride and our own anger and our own ways of wanting to punish some of these people and letting God take over that, knowing that he will do a, the better job at giving justice uh, for these crimes that are being committed than we will ever do. But it does sacrifice. It, it's a sacrifice for us to watch some of the stuff playing out and to not feel like, I got to do something. And yeah, we can do some stuff. But just, I'm just saying, um, there's only so much you and I can do uh, because of the powers that are playing against us. But collectively, all together, we can still make this world a better place. Uh, but we cannot force anybody to do what we do. They have to choose. And we have to learn to accept the choices that people make and to understand that we have no control over what they do. That is their choice and we have to accept it. We have to be able to deal with that. Just because someone believes something different than we do, we do not go against them by becoming violent or aggressive with them just because they don't see what we see they have that right to choose um, 
just because they don't agree with us or they're casting a different vote on whatever is happening, we need to be able to accept that and still be civil with them and accept them and they will come to a point where they every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Christ they will have their day on judgment day for the choices they are make they are making it is our job to love everyone even our enemies and to show him kindness and respect and civility even though they may not agree with us but we do not go out there and persecute and punish because they do not believe what we believe and so it it is hard though to not want to but that's what God expects of us and so I believe that's what he means by following him and Jesus Christ is a sacrifice because we will have to stop ourselves from being the natural man and being a little more like them in accepting everyone and accepting their freedom of choice. So that is this lesson. Uh, if you guys want to go through the scripture part of this, you can go through uh, chapters 13 through 16th in Alma. And you can actually, uh, just on LDS.org, um, click on scriptures, go to the Book of Mormon, and choose the chapter on Alma, or the section on Alma, and read chapters 13 through 16. Um, and that is for anybody. It is accessible through the internet. So... Uh, I'm glad you're here with me that you got to hear some of this and I just hope you know that I'm just trying to share something that can help us get through to these hard times um, something that God has prepared for us to get through and not feel like we're left alone to make sense of this confusion that is going on in this chaos so God bless we will talk to you next time. Rosa Garcia signing off on Why Jesus.